Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show. Liverpool Chelsea League Cup final looming. Wow, what an occasion. What a boss gang of lads we're going to go and watch. And uh, we've got a boss gang of lads here in the studio. Myself, uh, you know, notwithstanding. Uh, we've <laughs> got two Flunkers and Sam Walker uh, in here to discuss this. Yeah, wow. Silverware in February. Oh, you know what I mean? I could, I could, get, I could get involved in this. What have we been so? Where have we maligned this for so long? Get to go to Wembley, maybe bring home a pot, have a good time out. Um, yeah, wow, amazing. Um, Stay um, We've just done the final word. Mm-hmm. We've just beaten Leeds six nil, which mm-hmm. is a, a big contributing factor. We had a good old natter at the end of that. A big hype about where Liverpool are at right now. I am so excited for this football match because. We can have our thoughts, feelings, opinions on the League Cup and where it fits into the pantheon of silverwares over the years. Not asked. It's a massive game of football. It's at Wembley. It's a one-off game of footy. If Liverpool win it, they get the other trophy. I'm buzzing for this. And what a tonic for the rest of the season. Yes. In terms of momentum and self-belief and all the things that we've quite rightly revered Liverpool for over the years. It's a massive step into to, to, to what, what is to come. It's a great, great, great opportunity for us. And it's a chance to test ourselves against a good side. And, and we seem to thrive from that. You know, we, mm. we don't really worry about who we're playing, which is, which is nice. It's not always been like that. But yeah, it's better to be there than to be sat there not watching it at home, watching two other sides play. And it's an opportunity to put ourselves back on the top rung as the record winners of that trophy, taking yep. that away from yes. Manchester City. That, that 100%. Let's use that as a starting place, mm. Sam, because, look, it's for me, it's European Cup, league, and then uh, it depends on where, how we move and where, which one we've UEFA won most Cup, recently. Yeah, 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 Cup, yeah. yeah. But, and to the point, the League Cup sits down there, but it's these points put on. This is why I was more years than ever. The second City got knocked out, I was like, right, go and win this now, mm. because I want us to have nine. I want us to have more than, than I, I, I like the fact that it's been Liverpool's competition and we haven't taken it seriously in properly in years. We've got the Champions War for a reason. I want us to have the most of every trophy. Mm. Let, you know, I don't care what trophy it is. You know what I mean? If there's the, let's have the, the Seniors Cup. Let's have more of them than Champion <laughs> yeah. and Everton. You know what I mean? Let's let's have more of those Pirelli Cups and let's have more of those Western Union <laughs> yeah, Cups. And let's have that. more than everything. Let's do it. Um, 
yeah, the chance to put ourselves back in the history books is, I think, a big thing for a club like Liverpool. It is, and we don't know how long this competition's going to last. Yeah. So, you know, let, let's bow out whenever that comes as, as the 9, 10, 11 times winners. We've got a bit of history with it as well. We've got, we, we, this was our last trophy we won before Klopp came in and turned things round. Mm-hmm. And also, we lost this trophy under Klopp as well, so there's a little bit of redemption there, you know, that penalty shootout. Yeah. I mean, thinking about it back back then and look at the team we had, the fact we even got to pens that day, it was, it was a massive credit to Klopp and what the squad was doing. Yeah. Right now, we walk into this game and we are absolutely flying. Um, I just, it's, it's just typical Liverpool, though, that Man City are out. And the only other team you look at and go, I don't... Fa- I, 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 you wouldn't necessarily want to play them if you had to choose. It would be probably Chelsea. Everybody else yeah. think we've been by more than one goal. Yeah. And you, but 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 it's Chelsea we face. So we've got to actually go and win it. You know, it, it, um, we've actually gone got to win this final against a strong side. And and, and because of who it's who we're playing as well, the the knock on effects are bigger than if it was just like Tottenham or West Ham or whatever. But because it's Chelsea, and you can go and beat Chelsea and win a trophy sends such a big message out to who we are and what we're doing yeah that, that's it and, and right there's a fear factor that comes with Chelsea let's have a, let's have a chat about them Steve because they're a very good team mm. they've got an absolutely brilliant squad they've got a great manager they are the reigning European and now world champions you know we were more than happy to trumpet that from the highest heights when we, when we were you know the reigning champions of both of those competitions um, they should be treated with Respect, not reverence at all, but respect because they're a very, very, very good side. They are the third best team in England, I think. Mm. But the, that's the thing: we were, the, we've been the fifth, fourth, third best. The trick here is to be the masters rather than, and put them in their place. Exactly. Liverpool gained their ground by being the plucky upstart, the underdog. We rose to where we were. Chelsea are on that rise, but we need to make a point of letting it be known that this is not Liverpool on the way down and Chelsea on the way to overtaking us. This is Liverpool firmly fixed at the top of the mountain. And it's a trait we had in our, not our modern history, but certainly our history of the football club in yeah. terms of there have been a number of people that have risen and become great pretenders and we've slapped them down and said, yeah. not yet, not yet. Not, mm-hmm. It's not your time now. Mm-hmm. But what you have to take into consideration somewhere in, in London right now is a, a group of lads sat at the table talking about Chelsea bigging up their opportunity because, because, because they've got justification to think they're going to win it because they are a good side. And as you quite rightly said, you know, congratulations to them for, the, for what they've accomplished. You're right, we, we, we shouted about it, so should they. Let's not get it twisted. This is a really, really difficult game for Liverpool at the weekend. And it's a, it's a, it's a barometer for me, really. If we come out of that, we come out of it well, then the pressure's already on Manchester City, given what's going on in the league. They're going to look at that and go, well, they, they played Wednesday night. They rocked up at, at Wembley, turned over Chelsea. Now they're fully focused on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's about messages. It's about building momentum. It's about the building the season to a crescendo, if you like. Yeah. And, and it starts in earnest on Sunday. And look, the thing about Chelsea... Saying those things about them, the European World Champions thing, it's finals experience. Mm. And it's a thing that Liverpool Liverpool have got, but we have it's been we're now a, a little we're a little bit removed from all that. They're fresh into it. They are very much a cup side. And, and actually Chelsea have been a cup side now, yeah. sneakily for a number of years. You know, they've cropped up and won an, an, an oddly title or, or so in the last few years. Obviously Conte being the, the, the prime example mm. of that. But they've gotten very good at just winning silver with the very Liverpool early Premier League era. That's one thing that goes in their favour. 
Wembley's not been a great punting ground I was just going to say us. that. They've, but I was going to say for Chelsea as well. I mean, Chelsea won an FA Cup, didn't they, three, four years ago, something like that. But they've lost a lot of finals. Mm-hmm. They've lost a lot of finals. They lost to City in the League Cup. They lost to Arsenal in the FA Cup twice, maybe. They, they've lost a, a, a good amount of finals. My, my my biggest sort of thing coming into this game isn't necessarily about about the finals and it's to, with Chelsea itself is more about this season is that we played them twice and we should have beaten them twice and through you know us not quite being ready with a couple of players not quite right Robertson and Bobby in, in, in that first game or was Jota should he have played and then obviously the red card and we couldn't break them down then we go to their place we've got a bit of a broken team no, no Klopp no goalkeeper coach a few players out and we we were two 0 up and they scored the most freak goal you've ever seen and then and then um, and then they, they get it back to two all and that kind of, the game kind of stops there doesn't it really? Yeah. I think we've got a bit of a, a bit of a point to prove here because I think Chelsea have pulled two results out the bag against us this year um, and I think we can do a lot better than we have done in those in those games. I, I think that's where I'm looking. I'm thinking, yeah, come on. I think that's a really interesting point, and you're right because there's so much life has happened. Since that, since that Chelsea game, that it's hard to it's hard to remember. We were doing this on the final word about how Liverpool's season just got totally and utterly disrupted by the, the like a two week COVID outbreak. Mm, yeah. you know we end we start we play Tyler Morton at the, away at Tottenham. You know we've we end up with you know just mass concerns. Leeds game gets postponed off the back of it off the back of them having issues. We then struggle at, at Leicester. We then play just and, and, and there's some points out there. We haven't, we haven't got the manager on the on the touchline in that. I genuinely feel like I wanted I wanted the first league game to give me an idea of how the season was mm. going to go, and because it's the draw, it doesn't. But you can't. We couldn't get a good reading on that because the red card changes how they approach the game. They go all out the fence and mm. they they stand resolute. And we didn't get to see the best of Liverpool at Stamford Bridge, but even so, we very nearly blew them away. My sneaky feeling is that we're better than them. Yeah. But we haven't had, until we do it, it's just me living in hope rather than pure No, no, I agree. I think we are better than them. Um, I think we're 10 points clearer than with the game in hand across the league. That You can't argue with that. We, we said before we were chasing City from 12 points behind with games in hand. Games in hand don't mean anything. It's points on the board, isn't but, it? But, but, but the only points I make on that, sorry, Steve, because, yeah, that, it's more, I and mean, maybe this is more like an anxiety thing to work at as much yeah. as anything else, but, of course, we found that with the, we had them, and this goes back to the coming up on the rails thing, we had the measure of City, when mm-hmm. City were a miles better team than us. I mean, I mean this from a pure 90-minute head-to-head, mano-in-mano kind of situation yeah. until we get, until we do it on the pitch. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, and, and I and I like you. I want to see the best Liverpool turn up and, and do the things that we do and do yeah. them well. And then at the end of the game, we sit there and go, "Well, we showed them, didn't we?" But but I fully expect Chelsea to be pragmatic to the to the point of almost being defensive at the weekend. I do as well. Yeah. So I expect them to give us a different test than the one that allows us to be best Liverpool you can be. Mm-hmm. I think we'll we'll need to be we'll need to figure them out and find a way to get round their tactics because they're not going to come and play open football. Fact of the matter is, if you come and play open against Liverpool, you get hurt because of our quick transition. We spoke about it in the final word. So I get your point and I totally agree with you, but I'm I'm not sure Chelsea are going to set up in a way that allows us to be all the things that we want to see. I think we're going to have to be, we're going to have to show tactical prowess and show how how good we are at solving problems and and we are good at that. So, So I still expect us to win. Just a reminder on that, in terms of the last time we played them, uh, obviously at Stamford Bridge, mentioned there no Klopp 
no, I know Allison for that one. No Thiago for that one. Milner starts in midfield. Kelleher starting goal, which is interesting because, of course, it looks like Keller will start this game. We'll have a, we'll have a little brief chat about that in the second part. But like Liverpool's bench there, it's got Adrian and Pitaluga on the bench. Yeah. Mm. Owen Beck's on the bench. Nico's on the bench. Tyler Morton's on the bench. Liverpool's options there are the ones that get used. Cater, Oxford Chamberlain, and Curtis Jones are. are or who we bring on, and they're really the only options mm. we have to bring into that game. It's night and day between that and what Liverpool have got available to them now. And you know, Chelsea have had a couple of had a couple of issues themselves around that time, but it just feels, doesn't it, Sam? Like we talked about this on the final words. It feels like we're primed, but it's like anything. It's all just chat. It's all just conversation. It's all just it's all just in potential. Mm. We need to see ruthless Liverpool go out and put this to bed because. This isn't this isn't the peak of our season. Mm. We're looking at a League Cup final as potentially the first step towards what could be one of the greatest Liverpool seasons of all time. But it has to start here. Yeah, and, and I think it's going to come. To, I, I think we will get chances in the game. I think we will put Chelsea under severe pressure at times. We've just got to be clinical and we've got to be ruthless both in defence and attack. I don't like. I think that Steve's absolutely spot on there. I think they're going to play for set pieces and counter attacks. I just can't see them. There'll be moments where they've got the ball and we're maybe in our in our in our shape, but in reality, it's a big pitch, Wembley. It's yeah. a big pitch, and Trent's got a serious, you know, range of passing to hit. There's a lot of space for Robbo to run into. They're going to have Aspilicueta right wing back, realistically, because I think even Hudson Odoi is injured. Um, Rhys James isn't back. They're going to have Alonso up and down that left flank, who's played a lot of football, and they haven't really got many other choices. So. The, the the opportunities there for us. I think it's just this. This is all about what Liverpool do and how Liverpool turn up. We are a better football team than Chelsea. We will finish the season with more points than them, and probably unless the draws unkind to us, go deeper in the other ones than them. But it's about what we do. It's about how Mo Salah when he gets that chance, whether he can cut in and bend it in the corner, or whether he goes wide. It's about if Sadio misses his header. It's about Fabinho making sure he's he's on top of his challenges. You know those things. I feel that it's on us. And that's the thing where I think we lost the game at Stamford Bridge well obviously we didn't lose the game but I mean we yeah. lost it got, it got away from us yeah. they're, they're sec- not the not the Kovacic worldy which is yeah. a the Pulisic ball. goal yeah 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 the Pulisic goal is that that comes about because Liverpool lose two or three individual battles in a mm. very short space of time because yeah. the crowd's up there up there flying up you know, their, their, their blood's boiling in that, in that situation yeah. and Liverpool are just second best to a few things that's what it's going to be is that Liverpool, Chelsea are an amazing team. Yes, I, I agree. By the end of the season, I think there will be a, go- a points gulf between us in the league. They might well, they've now got the European experience. Who knows when it comes to the European Cup? We will probably be better than them. But this is the point on this one, is that they've got those little silly mistakes mm-hmm. that have plagued us a bit this season. You can't have them because we've seen that already. They have got... They've got similar levels of quality on the pitch. They will they will punish us if we're not hundred percent on it. Totally, and I think Sam makes the point. I think Fabino in particular on yes. Sunday is huge for us in terms of reading the danger and understanding it, and and make a point with regards to caught the end of the Chelsea game midweek. Ziyech goes down, he's injured, and Bola Count isn't going to be available. What does that do? That means they start Pulisic. What does Pulisic want to do? He wants to run in behind our defence. So we are going to have to be awake. We are going to have to be alive to that threat. Um, I think we'll see plenty of the ball. Hopefully we can dictate the game and control the game. 
it's worth mentioning at Stamford Bridge because of the people we had available and we didn't have the boss on the touchline. I don't think we ever controlled the midfield in that game at yeah. all, yeah. even for five minutes. Yeah. And I think all, we would all say, how about we turn it up? Yeah. The game didn't look like that, but yeah. we found ourselves tuning up, and then they got their their their, their first choice centre midfield available. In fact, they even brought quality off the bench towards the yeah. end of the game in the centre of the midfield to make sure they tightened up and didn't concede anything. So I, I think I think we have to be alive to all of the threats. But in terms of where we are now, players we've got, form we've got, feeling we've got, things like we've talked about in the show prior to this one in the final words. It's a great time with a great squad in great form with a really good feeling to go to Wembley and make that statement. That's genuinely what I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we touched upon Chelsea injuries. Let's have a little look at the the latest on Thursday. <coughs> Reese James, twenty five percent. Yeah, well, yeah. It's um, on February eighteenth. Yeah, we had a setback when he caught the flu when he was close to team training. We were waiting for him. The plan is he will rejoin the group next week, so there's a chance he'll be. Available for that one. Callum Hudson Adoy is rated as 50%. This is from PremierInjuries.com, by the way. So take this with a, a bit of a pinch of salt Achilles injury. He could be back for this one. Hakim Ziyech went off with a knock. Uh, we don't quite know what the what the mm. what the deal is with that. And Kovacic, uh, the last comment on that was on the 22nd. Today is Tuesday. The League Cup final is on Sunday, so hopefully it won't be too bad. And we'll have enough time to recover players in time for another big game. And then uh, Ben Chilwell out for the season. Um, having done his previous now, how much season. of that is written in a way that doesn't give anything away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're not soft, are they? No, we'll do the same. Won't yeah. We? Oh god, yeah. And, and, and Liverpool will be uh, the same with Firmino and Jota. Jota there'll yeah. be no. There'll be you know Klopp will be cards close to his chest. He, I, I think what you'll find on them, not to step too much into part two's discussion, but if they're struggling. I think he will hype up how likely they are to be involved, yeah. mainly because if you can't use them as a weapon on the pitch, you might as well use them as a weapon in the build-up and right. just have Chelsea prepare plans for players that might not yeah. even not even take to the field. But yeah, just interesting on that. I mean, ultimately, you know, it, it, it's just excuses. At the end of the day, the lads who take to the field have got to do the business regardless of who's on whose side. Um, right, just before we head to the trivia question and break, uh, we had a super chat that came in from LaChill. Thank you so much, one of our uh, long-time viewers. Um, it says, if you live in a world without Twitter and social media comments and your only focus is the Redmen TV and the on-the-pitch performances, then being a Liverpool fan is a much happier place. <laughs> what a lovely comment that is. Truth. Spot on. Yeah, Truth. I, 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 social media doesn't half make you feel loads worse about everything in life particularly the Reds whereas we keep going at length I keep having these conversations on shows we do a lot on the on final word shows mainly and you're like what, why, why was everyone kicking off can I just just assess where we're at mm. best ever manager like we've got one of the best we've got the best player on the planet we haven't had that you know we've got all these best in the world and the positions and blah 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 and all the things all Liverpool have done all they've won and all the things that all add up to something being better than anything else before and it's like it's it sound right it sound right everyone's like yeah it sounds like why do we feel like it's not yeah I don't know and then we all finish talking and we all get our phones out and we all go back to scrolling through scrolling through Twitter shaking our head at the things we see as well yeah 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 yeah. being wound up by idiots more than uh, necessarily the reality of Liverpool's situation Um, right yeah we have got a trivia question in part two uh, we're going to be discussing Liverpool's squad options. Uh, we had a, a look at the minutes uh, that the players have been playing in rotation ahead of this football match and what that may or may not mean for the team selection. Uh, but we have got a trivia question. I want you guys to name Liverpool's starting eleven the last time they played in a League Cup final. Uh, we will return with the answer and more after this. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey guys, it's Steve here. Hopefully you are enjoying this podcast. Just want to let you guys know if you want even more Red Men TV goodness in your ears, every single show that we produce over on our subscription service, Red Men Plus, also comes in podcast format. So you can get all of our amazing content on the go. Hopefully you enjoyed that one and hopefully you enjoyed the rest of the show. Hey, welcome back. Yes, do get involved with Ultimate Fan. We're having a really good laugh with it, particularly when you join the Redmen League. Uh, We'll put the link and the code in the description underneath. I'm saying that really, really slowly and clearly because I haven't pre-discussed that with Joe, but Joe's also (laughs) about a metre and a half that way from me. Um, So I'm hoping that Joe registers quite clearly that I've said that. It's already oh, there. there. What a go. superstar. Um, yeah, get involved with Ultimate Fan. It's, re- it's really, really good. Um, right, I asked the trivia question. Name our starting 11 in the 2016 League Cup. Well, I said the last time, but the 2016 League Cup final, Manchester City. Does anyone want to have uh, throw some names out? Mignolet. Mignolet started in goal. Mar- right back? Oh, uh, Klein. Nathaniel Klein. Stay, who was left back? Small. Get out, get out. Get out. <laughs> Alberto Moreno. Centre back pairings. Skirtle? No. Oh. No Skirtle. No Skirtle. Sacco? Sacco was Love partnered. Oh, no. Begins with L, though. Brazilian. Lucas. Lucas Leiva. Was he centre-back? Started, yeah, she was. Yeah, started yeah, yeah. centre-back. Hey, wow. We played 4-2-3-1 ostensibly mm. in this, so centre-mids. Henderson and Milner. The skipper, Henderson. James Milner did not play centre-mid in this game. Ah, OK. Um, so the centre-mid should have been... At the time, we had Joe Allen. We had Emery Chan. Emery Chan. Yeah. 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 The three, we've already mentioned, James Milner was right of a yeah. three. Coutinho would have been left. Coutinho was left. 
in the middle was we'd have had Ben Teke. Oh, Ben Teke was on the bench. Oh, Origi up front then? Nope. Sturridge. Sturridge, Sturridge was up yes. front and Sturridge. in behind him. Lalana. Nope. Roberto Firmino. Ah, the Bobby starts. Okay. Yeah. Our substitute bench. Prepare yourselves. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shocking this. Adam Bogdan. Wow. Colo Torre, who came on after 25 minutes for Mamadou Saka. Oh, John yeah. Flanagan. Adam Lalana. Joe Allen. Christian Benteke and Divock Origi. Wow. So, just out of interest, then, the only two, the only three remaining players in the squad Jordan Henderson, James Milner, and yeah. our Lord and Saviour, Divock Origi, who, um, who come on after 80 minutes in that And he should have won us the game. I remember. He, it was extra time. He has a shot from about yard and he hits it straight at the goalkeeper. We should, he should have won us that game. And then Caballero has a, a dirty yeah, office, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? One of the worst. Penalty shootouts in the history of the Lala football Coutinho club. Yeah. Channel or miss, penalties. yeah. Lucas. Did we go 1-0 up as well, in that? Yeah, chance scores, first yeah. one. Did we go 1-0 up? I think we did, didn't we? Yeah. And then... On the pens. Yeah, Coutinho, yeah, Fernandinho missed. Anyway, let's not, let's not fall into the let's mire not, of reminding let's not ourselves on that of, game of this yeah. one. It's, fa- it's funny, though, isn't it? I feel like, I think Liverpool, feel like Liverpool have come an absolute mile, and it's mad mm-hmm. that... City have actually finally updated that that squad as well, which is yeah. quite interesting. Um, but yeah, really, 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 really fun. If you got that right, you're a, you're a, you're a goddamn football savant. Give yourself a huge pat <laughs> on the back. Uh, if you've got any comments on anything we're going to discuss, get them in. If you're a club legend uh, over on Redmen Plus, use the Club Legend Discord live chat right now, um, and uh, obviously use the YouTube live comments as well. And then at the end of the show, I'll read through any super chats comments all that kind of stuff so get any thoughts in right now and we'll go through them uh, just write major at the start if you want me to read them then I know you're talking to me um, we I believe have rotated our squad magnificently here Sam mm-hmm. um, every single by my reckoning every single senior footballer for Liverpool has had minutes since we returned from the international break a couple slightly less than others will, will, will come to. But what I think the mission was, Chelsea was there. And Klopp always talks about game, game, game. And I'm sure that's psychologically how he manages the squad. Mm. But Liverpool, lest we forget, I've got a team of geniuses behind mm. the scenes who work on the sports science and they work on the data and all these kind of things. They will have had this Chelsea game. And how do you peak yeah. in time for this football match and then look to carry that peak on. And I think that mission one has been to get as many of our footballers ready yeah. as possible so that we've got a wealth of options and I, I, I genuinely feel like we've got that for this game. 100% and I think um, the most important part of our of our system, I think, you know, you can win games without it working but I think the midfield, when we're at our best, we have our midfielders that are that are fit, that are that are not overly tired, are used correctly and managed. And just l- looking at those numbers, th- the one player that actually stands out and surprised me, I mentioned this before, is Cater. Yeah. He's actually played a lot more minutes than you would think. Like you, when you look at him on that list, you don't think that he's, you know, he's the guy everyone talks about. He polarizes opinion. He, he plays a lot more games of football than really he's probably given credit for. Yeah. Um and so that that really surprised me. So just just to for people listening in on this one. So yeah, Cater 241 minutes since the return, three mm. starts, one one sub appearance. And it, yeah, so in terms of a lot of uh, you know, 
he's coming up again at the right time. His his overall minutes were you know were, were really languishing this season, and we were having another very nabby cater. When he mm-hmm. plays, he looks good, but can you play? Can you play him enough? He's a massive X factor, I think, in Liverpool's decision making process for the weekend, because I think he's been brilliant since the since the international break. Mm-hmm. I don't know if when you've got Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago available, he gets in, but. There's every there's there is actually every chance that he does start this game, mm, and I think the the truth is I think we know what the start on midfield three is. It's it's what we call the best midfield three. I think these are the games you want them three. Um, it's a luxury to have Thiago available, like we said earlier, in terms of you know he's missed a lot of the big games this season. Mm-hmm. City, United, Chelsea, Chelsea again, or he came on against Chelsea. I think what what we've got with Naby Keita in this game is we've got an, a really top quality option who can come on against the team that hopefully will be quite tired. They haven't had the opportunity to rotate like us. They've had some probably more difficult games to cope with. Um, They've had injuries that have come across before them as well. Um, I, I think what we have more in midfield that they don't is the ability to, to make changes if it's not controlled, if it's not quite going how we want it to go, if, if Chelsea do something different than we expect them to do. Um, I'm really pleased with, with, with Cater's contribution since he's been back and I, I really do hope he can continue it and yeah. make an impact on the weekend. Yeah, because I, I, I made a point a week or so ago, Steve, Jordan Henderson had played more minutes than any other Liverpool midfield. It still remains true. Mm. And... It's no shock that he, his performances were tailing off. He's just we've just run him into the ground, and he you know he carries so much of this football team on and off the field. Yep. But what we've done and what we've seen post international break, he's still playing loads of minutes, but he's actually played he's played the third most minutes of our of our midfielders all of a sudden, as opposed to the most. And no shock, Henderson's last. Three performances, some of them off the bench, but you know, have all been much more to the standard that we've come to expect from Jordan Henderson. Totally, and you know, you look at it; he's two two games as a sub, and he's come on. We spoke about it. The final word, um, he's come on as a sub. He's steadied the ship. He's done what Henderson does. He's he's contributed massively to those games. He's not just come on and filled a, a position on the pitch. He's actually been part of the end product, the end of the result. I think the weekend's interesting because if you go with what we think we know, which is going to be the top three for Fabinho, Hendo and, and Thiago, only one of them is, 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 is really, really creative in terms of what they do. Mm-hmm. And we've seen Klopp start the season with Elliot in, yep. in a position because you'd say arguably Chelsea's strength is defensive and Liverpool's strength is attack. So we're putting our strongest asset against their strongest asset and it's like a, a battle between those two. Yeah. Klopp may choose to put some creativity just slightly behind that mm-hmm. to give us something a little bit different. So I w- we'll talk about it in more detail. I wouldn't be surprised if Henderson's on the bench again. It's a big call. I mean, you consider the, 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 the skipper not... I mean, the good thing about this, there's five subs there. Exactly. You've got the ability to change the game. And this is what I mean as well. It was not just the 11, because I, I, I thought about this when we played Inter Milan the other weekend, and I, and I led this, this show with, are we going to see what Klopp's best 11 is? And I don't think we did. Mm. I think we still, we still made three changes, which you could argue, you know, yeah. change. And obviously, some of them were dependent on in, injuries and available availability from the forwards. But I'm, I'm even not sure if we'll do that again for this. We might go a, a bit. We'll probably go a bit better because I think Chelsea are better than Inter. Um, but with the five subs thing. the horses for courses approach of we might just play a style for sixty minutes, and then you can unleash for a half an hour. And it's interesting that we've done this at Wembley twice, actually, with the um, with the 
Charity Shield yeah, games, yeah. Man City, where we went, and then we just went nuts at them for the final mm. 20 minutes or whatever in, in that game, where he might feel that, Elliot, yeah, you probe, you wear Chelsea down, and then all of a sudden here comes one or two or three from, you know, p- potentially Thiago, Cater, Elliot, Henderson. Jones, Chamberlain. Jones, Chamberlain. You know, any of those lads could come on and kick Liverpool on. on mm. Energy and bring yeah. it massively. Th- th- just thinking about what you just said, we're, we're kind of now looking for games where we can go, come on, Klopp, show us your best 11. There's, there's only 30 players on that list there. Yeah. Has <laughs> he actually got a best 11? Mm. Or has he got a lots of permutations for lots of different games, lots of different eventualities and scenarios within the game? Mm-hmm. He might be happy to say, I trust all of those boys when I call upon them. So I don't have an eleven. I have a, a, a whole group of lads I can rely on. He's got a seven or eight, maybe. Uh, I think I, I do think he has a. I do think he has a group of players. I do think the Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho group is the best because purely on the base of balance, we all know Robertson's a stronger defender than Trent pound for pound. So therefore, you can get away with having Thiago slightly inside. He's less physical than Henderson. He probably doesn't run as much when Henderson's at his pump. Slightly less defensive than Henderson. And we, we all know Trent's more creative than Robertson in that respect. So it's a nice balance of having two players who can, yeah, they can both defend and yet they can both create. Because Henderson, you mentioned something before about, I mean, he's got, he's got more assists than most midfielders this year. And he's got some absolute cracking assists. I mean, that one at United, was it one at, um, at Everton? There was one yeah, against... Yeah, the Gerrard style one. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the one at, um, against uh, Norwich. The fantastic ball. He's, he's got that deep lying pass and Wembley's a big pitch. Thiago's got everything, we know that. Fabinho is what he is. But So I still do think that is his three. I think that there are slight changes in form and things like that, but... If Henderson is looking good as he is now, I don't understand why your captain doesn't start in a final. No, I think I, Thiago and Fabinho do because they're the best. It's yeah. The only other, the, the only problem, of course, is you're entering the world where how are you taking your skipper off if you're looking to make yeah. to go more. But then that's footy. Jordan yeah. should be so good that he should be you know or you'll understand that's going on again. It's a league cup final in the middle of the season. This isn't. The showpiece at the end of the season, where everyone's everyone's dead, and you mm. you know you you get to do or die. This is part of this is this will be getting treated as I, I suspect how Klopp will be going. It's like yeah, it's a big game. Yeah, it's a big game in a big in a big pitch. But this is not the Champions League final. This yeah. is just a this is just another game on a, on our run of. We've got every game is massively important yeah. to us at this point. What, what would worry what wouldn't worry me. But what I'd be mindful of is if if Chelsea set up. In a certain way, and we find that Thiago becomes passive because he's got a bigger defensive responsibility. You, you've got a, a three mm. across the midfield that are a, a, a midfield which stops opportunities for the other team, and you're dragging Thiago into that by making him more passive. It depends. A lot of it depends on how Chelsea set up. It, yeah. With someone like Elliot in there, Elliot is different. Elliot is a is a his awareness takes the ball into feet, shifts it, moves it. You've got a different. A different setup. Chelsea will be expecting. They'll be sitting having their conversations. Gone. We're pretty sure they're going to go with Henderson, uh, Fabinho, and Thiago. And why wouldn't you? Klopp might be th- sitting there thinking, "We'll catch him with a little bit of a surprise. It will be a little bit more mm-hmm. on the front foot. Why not? We're confident." Well, we mm-hmm. it, just to just to make that point. You know, go back to the game at Anfield. Liverpool's eleven. Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Elliot, Fabinho. Henderson's actually shifted over to the left of midfield, which is the. 
I mean, that's the only real time we've seen him do that, and it wasn't a great game no. for Jordan out there. Mm-hmm. Salah, Firmino, Mane was the, the three that started. I mean, and, and that told us a lot about Elliot at the time, didn't it, mm. Sam? That we weren't sure how high in Klopp's estimation he was. And then, you know, because they're well and he's come in and he, he's knocked Oxford Chamberlain out of that position. We'll go, okay, well, we can understand that. He's, he's, he's coming up on the rails. But then he's starting against Chelsea. I mean, Robertson comes into that game when Chimacas has been playing and playing yeah, really playing well, well yeah. and that told you everything you needed to know about the pecking order then. It will be massive if he starts Harvey Elliott in this game because, particularly, he's not even in the matchday squads in, in, in midweek. Now, that could be part of some players need to play mm-hmm. and we've seen that, you know, again, going back to the, the minutes, Virgil van Dijk has played every game. He's played 540 minutes since coming back from the international break. He's been <laughs> ridiculous. He's the player who needs that. We've played Mane more often than not. We've played Salah more often than not once they've returned from AFCON. Elliot, what I'm kind of driving at here is that I, I think we'll all broadly agree your best quality all round experience, balance, all that stuff is Henderson, Thiago yeah. Fabinho. Yeah. But wow, if he if he just goes to Harvey Elliott, yeah, mate. Mm. He throws him in the San Siro last week, he's put him in against Chelsea before. It's not outside the realms of possibility that he could go balls out and go with Harvey yeah, Elliott. Yeah, I do, but I, I agree. And, and like I said, I think him or Cater starting wouldn't throw me I would probably think mm, I might not have done that but you know I'm not paid to, to make that decision I'm just a fan but you know the thing is a cup final what, what you probably want to do and this is the reason why cup finals is usually quite crap is you want to you want to not lose the game in the first half mm-hmm. you want to go out there control the play and I think with Henderson with a balance because what one of my biggest criticisms of, of the criticism of Henderson is people haven't taken circumstance and context into the situation the guy's played all three positions Every week changing with different partners because we've had problems. You know, Fabinho's luxury is he comes in and plays one role, and then yeah. and then he goes out and he comes back and plays one role. Yeah. So, but but now you've got the opportunity for Jordan Henderson to be Jordan Henderson to be the guy we know. We don't have to go running across the pitch, control and play because that's what Thiago's there for. What we need you for is to dominate that right hand side and play those balls you play, help Trent, and that's what we we, we all say Henderson's best at. I I think I think. Like, you know, use Real Madrid as an example. I don't know where they are now, maybe, but oh, we know we're going to be playing against Casemiro, Modric, and Cruz, so we can plan for that. You can plan all you want, mate, but if they turn up, yeah. and I think you can plan all you want for us, but if Jordan Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho turned up, we'll win the game. If they turn up and play well, it doesn't matter what Chelsea do. Yeah. No, it's a re- I think that's a really, really good, yeah, point. A good point. Yeah, I, and, and, and the good thing is there's a few different variations in there. And, and as I say earlier, so it's not working and you need to change things. You might look at it and decide the flow of the game. You need to go a shade more attacking. Well, there you go. What, what, you know, look what we see. Look what we saw the other week. Look what Kate has been able to do coming into coming into games or even starting games. It, I think a lot of it will depend. I think he's got the point is he's got so many great choices and options yeah. there. I don't think Curtis will be considered. No. I don't think Ox will be considered. Mm. I think it will be. I think the choices. Are, I think Fabinho starts nailed on. The the balance of probabilities is that Thiago, Thiago and Henderson, but then you've got. I, I think it will be Cater and Elliot. I think are you are the two big potentials wild cards, there. Wild cards for the starting berth. Yeah. Really, yeah. You could, and, and I don't think any of us would be particularly. I don't think shocked. Be like, oh, mm. pleasantly surprised. But it depends how you you know how you want to start. How, I think what you want the first sixty minutes to look like. What's your ideal? Um, and it's whether we want to go. More gun go yeah. and, and then what do we want the final thirty to look like? Do we want to 
are we looking to go up a gear and go more attacking and keep battering, keep battering at Chelsea, or are we looking to then gain a real strong measure of control and just take the ball mm-hmm. away from them? And we don't know this, but there's conversations happening and probably have been happening for a little while at the AXA of how they, how, what their ideal game state looks like, what's their worst case scenario, and that will impact that. But all I'd say on this, what a wonderful, wonderful <laughs> like problem to have because we we're sat here, we know it, but also. You could you could conceivably like it could be Cater and Thiago start. Yeah, it could. It could be you know it could be it could be probably won't be but it could be Henderson in the six. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a variety of things yeah. that we can do here. Absolutely. And even looking at the the forward options, you know, in terms of injuries, it's a race against time for Jota and Firmino. I think Klopp's been very clever with this. Staying, we met we touched on this in part one. They'll do everything in their power to get them on the bench. You'd be surprised if either of those started, but if he's going to take a risk on anyone, it's going to be Diogo Jota. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he will, he will use every trick in the book, not just you know in the physio department or whatever, but psychologically to to to, to make it be known that we've got these lads just to try and yeah I obfuscate think, I think, the decision making process. I think for Jota, realistically, bench is probably as good as it's going to be because an ankle ligament injury is a difficult one to re- rehabilitate. Um, it was interesting last night Klopp made comments about Mane playing through the centre that he was prepared to commit defenders and take people on mm. which for me is probably the biggest indicator that the front three will be Diaz, Mane and Salah yes. and of the players that are available it probably should be yeah. well not probably should be it should be Definitely. Uh, and <laughs> this is the conversation you can look at that and then and then think about the midfield again let's say we do what we did at Stamford Bridge with um, and we, we start with Elliot and we go 2-0 up and you're talking about that last 30 minutes and you look across and there's Henderson coming on to shore up the ship and make mm. sure you get across the line if you play him you don't have him to bring on It's really, the, the permutations are, are, are ridiculous and it really depends on whether Klopp goes and tries to take the game to Chelsea or we have a bit of a chess match it yeah. really depends on what we choose to do got our good friend in the comments Chris Cantin Bobby is out well yeah though. I mean, fingers, fingers fingers it's a muscle injury him. isn't it it's, it's yeah, always yeah. difficult I would be surprised given how they were talking about him the, the other week but yeah uh, Joss is the one you know pour all your efforts into there just having him there you know if he's just fit enough to be on the bench mm. have him on the bench and just have keep Tuchel guessing on that yeah. the good thing you know just as a, an, an undercurrent to all this we touched upon him from the last League Cup final Origi's come back at the right time. I don't want to have. I don't, I'd rather us not have to rely upon a Divock Origi moment, but just getting a couple of sub appearances for him in the last in the last week. You know, having that involvement in the goal uh, against Leeds on Wednesday night. Sam, I agree. If you if you can't if Jota's not fit to be involved. Mm-hmm then I think the front three picks itself and I think Mane does start and I think that's why Mane starts the last couple of games because maybe that's an inkling yeah. that let's get them some games together in that in that setup. But having knowing that you've got Divock there as a break a break glass option, like that does make me feel a lot more relaxed because if you're missing Jota and Mane and Tacky was your option. And to be fair, he's been the League Cup king yeah, so far this season, by the way. But, We're just playing in it. But yeah, but yeah, I do feel I feel encouraged by just the sight of having having Divock around. Yeah, I mean, what what I, what I like how we can use Divock now is previously we've had to use him as a right man. He's tired. Go on and play left mid. You know, go left wing forward. Whatever you want to call it. I will. You know, go on. Bob, Bobby looks a bit tired. Go and play off front. Run around a bit. Whereas now because of what we've got available to us, you can bring him on to change the system, which can then make us more attacking and throw the other team defensively because obviously all their plans for who they're marking at what point in the game, as we saw against Norwich, 
is changed. Yeah. Just to come back to your point about the three forwards, we've scored in, in nine goals in two games and seven of them have been scored by the front three. Yeah. I know Diaz only got one, but he got one. Mm-hmm. I think he's a, Diaz is a big big plus for us in this game because there's not really much form for for what he's like you know, as a player to play against. And also, against the back three, if he's in that channel running at centre-backs, you've got problems because yeah. he's quicker than probably you know Mane and, and, and I don't know how quick he is against Mo with the ball. But I'd say he's definitely up there. I think, you know, committing the Christiansons, the Thiago Silvers, that's a problem for them because we know Rudiger's going to be on Salah's side more than likely. And I think I think that gives us a bit of an edge. I think we know their team. We've, we've seen them play, played against them. They've got experience. Sometimes you can't stop anything, mm-hmm. but they don't know what's going on. They don't know what Diaz does. There's no real footage to say that's exactly what he's going to do in this in this position. Yeah. I think yeah. that helps us a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. And it obviously will depend on how, how they how they do line up and who's the right side of centre half, who's the right wing back. You know, if Reese James is there, cool, but he's coming back in. Yeah, just you can't know, see it. If not, it'll well, it'll be Aspilaqueta, which yeah. is uh, you know, he's a much better right side of centre half than mm-hmm. he is the a right wing back, certainly, at this True. time of his career. Or Bailey will give you every you know, he'll do yeah. every dirty trick in the book and he look, he's, he's brilliant. He's really he's really good. Yeah, he is, yeah. Um but I would like to I would like Luis Diaz's pace to be, you know, to really, really test them down mm-hmm. that side. Um, yeah, very, very uh, exciting indeed. Um, we have got plenty more still to discuss. We're going to have a, a, a read through some of you guys' comments and super chats and Club Legend Discord comments um, and a few other bits and pieces. But yes, just to bring your attention to the fact that it is Wembley week. Don't know if you've heard. Uh, countdown <laughs> to the League Cup final. Uh, we have got so much amazing content on Redmond Plus, not just extra studio shows, but uh, documentaries, features, podcasts, uh, and in interviews uh, here's a little glimpse of some of the stuff we're up to hey everyone it's Wembley week across the Red Men network we have got a bunch of free and premium content for you guys to get you ready pre during and post the League Cup final oh yes it all kicked off with an in conversation with Stuart Downing the last man to win man of the match when Liverpool won a League Cup final back in 2012 Stuart lifts the lid on what it was like to be on the pitch and in the dressing room in and around that game his time under Kenny Dalglish and the fallings out with Brendan Rodgers. We move forward, Liverpool, the League Cup story, a five-part premium podcast series looking at all of Liverpool's previous eight League Cup wins. Me sat down talking to journalists who covered the Reds at the time. In addition to that, we've also got Silverware Stories, a brand new series authored by... Hollyoaks' own James Sutton. It's like CBB's bedtime stories, but it's the Reds, and it's got incredible insight from men who were involved with the match at the time. The 2001 Wins Cup final, in the words of Phil Thompson, Jamie Carragher, Emil Heskey, Marcus Babbel, Sander Bestevelt, and Birmingham's goal scorer Darren Pearce. A fascinating uh, storybook insight into that game. And don't forget as well, on our normal raft of Redmen Plus content, it's a League Cup final theme debate show midweek we're going to have an oppo preview we're going to have the usual free content available on the red men youtube channel there will be the start 11 prediction there will be the build-up show there will be the watch along and the post-match videos but we've also got an incredibly special different show harking back to the old school deadline day shows it is the countdown to kick off live from the red men studio fun part
party games and bevies with a whole host of our best contributors and Club Legend subscribers as well in the building. And don't forget, post-match, you'll have the instant match reaction and the day later, the final word show. And, of course, we'll have content from Wembley itself with Chris and me. Yes, it's Wembley week here and beyond across the Redmen network. If you want all of it, then subscribe to Redmen Plus. Go to the redmentv.com, sign up at either tier, Club Legend or Club Captain. Get the content. Club Legend to get extra perks. Perfect time to follow the mighty Reds on Redmen Plus. Yes, Wembley week in full effect over on Redmen Plus. Uh, head over there. Actually, as well, we've been referring to this um, chart that we've knocked up with the minutes and stuff. We're actually going to put that uh, into the post for this show over on the, on, on Redmen Plus as well. So if you head to the redmentv.com um, and then have a little look through the Uncensored Match Build-Up show is there on the website. Ross is doing that right now if he's checked his messages. Uh, you just click through and then if you want to have a little look and see what the numbers mean to you. But it was a really interesting thing to see how they've, how they've managed that. And if you want to join um, Redmen Plus, then yeah, head over there and click uh, the big yellow Join Now button and get involved with all of our great content between here and the rest of the season. Loads more still to come. Um, right. We've kind of talked around it, but um, you mentioned the centre half thing in the break. There, go on, give us your give us your eleven, Sam. What, what what are you going for? I think I think I'm going for in, in for my team the, the most experienced possible. Um, my eleven isn't going to be the eleven because um, we already know that Kelleher's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it is what it is. But where we are now is legacy building. So our man is Alison Trent. I would go uh, Matip and Van Dijk, although we did have a, a discussion about Canate, Robertson, Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago, Diaz, Mane, Sal. I think I think it picks itself, but we know he's told Kelleher. Yeah, the goalkeeper thing we we've actually not talked about it yet. I I I, I, I Allison is not just the best goalie in the world, but he's in incredible form mm. at the moment as well. However, and I think a lot of people will won't. Get on with this notion, but Klopp is building, and Liverpool don't just play game to game. They build for this year and next year and the year after and the year after. And there's a and I I, I, I like the metaphysical way of describing this, but five years from now we're sat doing build up shows for a massive game of football, and Queen Keller's Liverpool's first choice goalie. Like there's a potential timeline there where that happens, and it all stems back to we trusted him in League Cup games, we trusted him in FA Cup games, <laughs> trusted him when the goalie was injured year, over Adrian, yeah. and then we trusted him in this final, and that's the and that was the making of him, and we end up with a seventy five million pound goalkeeper that we didn't have to pay pay for this time around. So our hearts and nerves, we we'll probably all bottle it, but. This is why Liverpool have gotten to where they are because this is the way that they manage things. Well, he's not let us down when he's played. He's been totally reliable and there's never been an issue with him. I think the one thing we've spoken about before was the, the game against Chelsea when Pulisic scored. Van Dijk runs away from the ball to cover the right-hand side of the goal because in, in the real world, Alisson's coming off his line to close down mm -hmm. the space that Pulisic can use. Kana has stayed at home, so it looks like a really soft goal to give away. On the flip side of that, in the recent games that Kana ha has played, he started to develop the sweeper-keeper role a little bit more, yeah. and we've seen a bit more of him outside of the box. We may need to see that on Sunday because that will be an obvious tactic for yes. Chelsea to try and go in behind us. Um, but I've got no concerns about him playing. Um, you know, 
who am I? I'm just a guy that talks about football. But at the end of the day, Jurgen Klopp's happy for him to play. So, so, so get with it, enjoy it. The lad's got to have a great experience. You're quite right. It, it is sort of future-proof in the squad because if you don't give this guy these opportunities in a year, eighteen months' time, he's going to want to be a number one somewhere else. Well, yeah, but absolutely. We've got to give him, got to give him his moment under the lights. Mm-hmm. There's also a point to be made where Liverpool battle for the Champions League in the season we win the league. Because Adrian has an absolute stinker yeah. at Anfield, uh-huh. you don't want this situation to arise. But you've got to prepare for the worst case scenarios down the line, and not just I'm talking about five years down the line. You know, this season Liverpool could end up in a Champions League final, and Allison could be injured in the in the you know in the week leading up to it, and you you know all of a sudden you're dropping Keller in. Okay, the step up from the step up to a Champions League final is huge, regardless. Mm. But you would ease that step up. From just having him had this kind of experience, yeah. And the Adrian one's interesting because that was forced. He also got us kicked out of the FA Cup by being crap away at Chelsea as well. He, yeah. he was. Yeah. Listen, Adrian's been great for us for what we got him for. We got more than what we ever bargained for, but um, he has cost us. But this is a choice. This is the difference. It's a choice, and he was fantastic away away at Arsenal as well. Did Allison play the home game? I can't remember. I think he did, he did because he was he had COVID. I yes, think he had to get him. But um, Keller had played away at Arsenal. Did what he needed to do. Yeah. You know, and the, you know to sort of go along with that as well to caveat that it, it, there's a good chance Chelsea play their second keeper because that's what they do. That's what clubs do. City have always done it. You know, maybe the odd time Edison played, but realistically, it's been you use your second choice goalkeeper in the League Cup. So, what makes squad harmony is is that they'll all back him as well. Yeah. All the players will back him. They'll all be behind Klopp, and I think that's what makes us such a special team. You don't get the the Joel Matip shirt getting held up by Van Dijk last night. If 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 they're not together, they're not brothers, mm. they're not mm. in it till the end. Give every blood and sweat. Yeah. And Alisson will be there on the bench. You know, the warm up process, he'll be the one, you know, he'll be part of the team warming Kelleher up and because they've got a proper bond. You know, we did I did a great interview with um, John Achterberg mm. earlier on in the season. And that's the way they talked about it. Like they're a little squad in and amongst themselves. And you're right, you know, the levels of support will be that there's no like there's no bitterness, there's no snidiness amongst it. They all they all sharpen each other's skills, and I look. I, I and I, I think this probably impacts what happens elsewhere on the on the pitch. Maybe in terms of the selection, we'll, we'll talk about that. We had a great comment here. Actually, let me just quickly find it from Matt. It says um, Jürgen Klopp, John Achterbeck, and Claudio Taffarel have deemed Keller had good enough to start this game. That's not good. If that's not enough, I don't know what is. Mm. And that's it. And again, a lot of it just boils down to like. You, you want your best players on the pitch because we put we put the trust of our happiness into these yeah, lads. Yeah. So we got, of course, we want to put the, the the biggest names, the most experienced, the most expensive lads out there. Of course, you would because that's how. Because again, because we can't control it. Yeah. But to the point, you're right. Keller has been great. For but are we doing time. what we talked about with Curtis Jones, where we're trying to compare Callagher against Allison mm. because that would be really easy to do? And I've talked to you about this before, Paul, and you've said. Keller doesn't have the aura that Allison's got in terms of Allison's a unit. He's a big guy, fills you with confidence. Mm-hmm. Keller doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. So, so straight away you're thinking, oh, but you shouldn't be because as that, that lad said on the message there, and as we've quite rightly pointed out before, 
we've got to start judging these players on their own merits rather than comparing them against other players within the squad because yeah. you're never going to get what you want out of that conversation, are you? Yeah, no, it's true. And, and again, we mentioned before, he's played Chelsea already this season, so he's got that He's got that to, to draw upon. Um, he's a really good goalkeeper. He's a really, really yeah, good goalkeeper. We're spoiled in so many... It's because we've got the, when you've got the best in the world, anyone else is going to be worse. Yeah, you could go tell me who the second who's the second best goalie in the world. Take your pick. Is it our black? Yeah, is it Edison? Yeah, yeah, is it Neuer? Yeah. The worst than Allison. So even if we had them, you'd be putting your second choice in, and you'd be yeah. you'd be more yeah. relaxed because they're clearly at a higher standard, you know, yeah. because that's the further on in their careers. But it is what it is, isn't it? And there's a good point actually being made. Uh, I think it's easy. Ollie in the comments he reckons Kepa will play. That'd be an interesting decision to make on Chelsea's behalf. Whether they they. Kep has been the cup goalie for them as well. Do they put them in? I'd rather have right here, right now, and yeah. this can change in a, as a goalkeeper. Having been one, you're only ever as good as your boss until you make a mistake, and every goalkeeper can make a mistake. Mm-hmm. But Kep has pro- proven himself to have loads of mad yeah. moments. He's like Mignolet, he's like. He's a good goalie, but he lost that trust. There's baggage yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And there's baggage against us. Do you remember the game? He get, I think it was at their place. He just passes Mane the ball or something like that, and he taps it in. Yeah, I, I think I think the, the 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 mentality of Mendy not playing, the, the way he's come in and settled them a lot when he came in, is different because we, we're kind of over the whole, oh, we've got Alisson now. It's like he's just part of it, and we're now on that next process of building the next goalkeeper. And, like, you know, there's a big thing you said there, if Tafarel, like, that still makes me smile <laughs> that we've got him in our, in our coaching staff. But he's obviously an Alisson, you know, I'm in the Alisson camp because he's the Brazil goalkeeping coach. If he's, if a goalkeeper like him is also behind Kelleher, that is just as big, if not bigger, than Akterberg. Akterberg's known him for years. If this guy comes in and goes, no, no, I, I'm with you as an ex legend World Cup winner. I'm with you, Keller has got it. Yeah. I think that gives him so much confidence. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, and look, even to the point, Mendy's been brilliant for them. I don't think he's... I don't... I don't... I don't I don't fear him. I feared goalkeepers mm. as well. I think he's got a mistake in him. We've seen, we've, we've seen that, you know, in, in, in games as well. Yeah, nobody's... Nobody's perfect, but Liverpool have got some great options. And I do think, actually, in terms of the centre-back choice, Steve, that... I, again, I wouldn't be shocked if Canate just comes in and starts this game. If they're going to start Lukaku or Havertz, I'd be I'd be more than happy to see that as a thing. I guess Canate might have a a, a good idea on Havertz as well. I'm sure he will have come up against them in the really, in yeah, the Bundesliga, Leverkusen. Yeah, um, but I wonder whether if you're going to go with Kelleher, then that maybe just says you know what, just go just go Van Dijk and to put your yeah. best nail if, on. If you look at it. We talked in in the final word about we love to see Matip striding out the back four with the ball. So if you flip that and say he gets dispossessed and they put a quick ball in behind Trent, you've got recovery speed in Canate. You might be looking at that because Ziyech doesn't have pace, but he has quality. Mm. So, so there's a different threat there, if you like. And you alluded to it at the start of the show that Wembley's a big old big old pitch, mate. There's lots of opportunities to put a ball with backspin in behind mm. the back four and have a runner go in there and try and win it. Canate's going to do his job as a defender first and foremost. Matip's going to do his job as what Matip does. Yeah. It's unpredictable in, in lots of ways yeah. in terms of stepping out with the ball, dropping his shoulder, going past the man, and suddenly he's the guy playing Salarin. But but Chelsea are not Leeds. If that breaks down, Chelsea will hurt you if yeah. that goes wrong. Mm. So so there's an argument to say, 
I don't think Lukaku plays personally because I think they're better without yeah, him, which is ridiculous for 97 million quid signing, by yeah. the way. Um, and I'm not going to get into that conversation, but I think they are more of a threat without him. Yeah. You, you, you kind of got to pick, if we have to combat a spell of pressure from Chelsea, who handles that the best? Yeah. And and Canate is, is, is as quick, if not quicker than Van Dijk. He's bigger than Van Dijk. You know, there's lots of attributes that, that lend itself to covering the, the area in behind Trent. Mm-hmm. If we don't play Henderson and we play Elliott, that yeah. exaggerates the need to have a bit of extra pace on that side and even more. It's, yeah. the, the conundrums are, are crazy. You could sit here till five o'clock tonight and we still wouldn't agree. <laughs> and that's, yeah. and that, you're right. And that, Chelsea are having these same things with Liverpool. As much as we're reasonably set on what our 11 will be, you know, there's still, there are those options there that exist and we've got so much quality that you're right. Chelsea can hurt you in a bunch of different ways. I agree. I think their best team has Havertz in uh, leading the line rather than Lukaku. But... He keeps going back to Lukaku because he's kind of got to. Havertz is Lukaku's a, a a more dangerous player isolated. Like if if Lukaku's on his game, he's a better player than Havertz in that he can run at you and barge players off the ball. That so it's a really strange one because if I had to pick a player who's going to play for my team, take a Chelsea out of a Liverpool out of it, I'm picking Lukaku and I'm working around his game. Yeah. But for that team, Havertz is better. But I, which also kind of makes it interesting because if Havertz has a fantastic game, of course he can cause us chaos in between the lines. But if he doesn't, where it helps us because he doesn't have pace. Yeah. If he's breaking the lines, then there's problems. Yeah. I mean, it's all about who you're getting around, and really, yeah. isn't it? If it's Havertz, and that's the point. He's more Bobby-ish for them than the Kaku's tip of the tip of the spear stuff. Just interesting, actually, just on Chelsea, they, they, they don't score. They haven't got. They don't score loads of goals, but they mm. spread the goals out. Mm. Jorginho is their top goal scorer in all comps this season Celtics. with nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Nine goals. Yeah. It's, um, Hasn't Bobby got nine goals in all comps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. who's yeah. <laughs> got eight. Mason Mounds, who's out, uh, seven. Did, did, he Although, was on the bench the other day, was he? No, he, he? Sorry, you're right. Yeah, he, he's, he's on his way back in this. Right, I apologise. Hakim Ziyech might not be, but he's got he's got um, seven goals. Kai Everts has got six. Timo Werner's got six. Rhys James has got five. Uh, Pula six got four. Um, so, yeah, to the point, they've got a bunch of different ways to hate you, but none quite as obvious as all the ones that that we've got, which hopefully bears uh, bears. So he didn't come on. Day. Yeah, he didn't they'll, be, they'll, they'll be trying everything in their power to get him in because he's, he's massive for them, isn't he? But anyway, um, so yeah, I think we're all settled on our 11 then, I believe. It's going to be... Did we go with Matip? What did you think, Steve? Go with Matip. <sighs> Difficult one for me, I think, because of the size of the pitch. Get off the fence. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to plump for Canate because of the, okay. the, the defensive recovery speed. Wow. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I yeah. think, I think if, if, if we believe Lukaku's playing, Van Dijk deals with Lukaku, as he always has, Van Dijk would be like... Bring him to me mm-hmm. and show you what I'm capable of. Another opportunity to show everybody's back. Not that he's worried about that for a second because it's super cool and chilled out, isn't he? But I think I, I just think big pitch, great opportunity for Trent to be the creative influence, to be the risk taker, to be the guy that does the playmaking. I'm not against the world where we did this uh, against Leicester in the League Cup where Canate come on late and just basically shut yeah. absolutely everything yeah. everything down and you you start Matip because I feel they'll start Havertz but they'll bring Lukaku into the game and you bring in they bring Lukaku on and we'll go alright Matip thanks very much you've, you've played a lot of footy there mm. we bring Canate on and because Canate's handled those 
big lads so well so far this season. Yeah, they bring their big guy on, so we get an even bigger one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, right, we had um, some some comments and stuff while we've been doing this from our club legend Discord chat. Firstly, one that was left over from the final word show. Um, Liam Benz was saying thoughts on Klopp giving it bifters with the fist pump celebration after the game. Is he starting to believe the quadruple is on? Um, I don't know about him, but I am. Um, and that was the most important point of this. I. Yeah, that was a magical, magical moment on the cop last night. Um, to the point, you know, we can speak about this probably not now because of the build-up for, for the League Cup, but we need to park all that all that talk now yeah. because it's one game of football away from it being all over. Yeah, and yeah, and no trophies. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. get, you know, could be not. Let's, let's could talk be. about it when we've done three in the bag and we're going into the fourth game. 100%. And Rushi. Ben Fika in the final. Yeah. <laughs> Rushi says, I think the midfield pretty much going to be Thiago, Fab Hendo, however, who's the fourth man in all of this? A 1-0 down at half time. Who do you bring on to impact the game and maybe who do you take off for me at Elliot or Cater? Agreed. I agree with that. I think your three game changes, if we go with roughly the team we've discussed, Cater, Elliot, and, and, and Divock because it's yeah. Divock because he's built for those. Or Jota. Or Jota. Depending if on where he's at. Or, yeah. or, depending on where he's at. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there's five subs, isn't there? Plus one. Yeah. It's five subs plus the extra for the injuries. I mean, you can change six players. Yeah. That benefits us looking at the injury crisis at the moment and, and the form crisis at Chelsea. That benefits us. They, they've got players they won't want to leave the pitch. Like, they don't want Kante coming off. If they haven't got Kovacic, they've only really got. I mean, I believe they brought Loftus Cheek on the other day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. and Saul comes on as, so. as well. I mean, if they're having to bring those two against us, we should be confident. So where's where's Judge? I feel really like Loftus Cheek. I'm not going to say. No, it, he's yeah. decent. But no, yeah, he's yeah, decent. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of the the, the, the top end, we of the know game, what their best mid, the three best mid. So does, are, yeah. what was I don't know. I didn't see the game. Kante and Jorginho were they just not about, or were they on the pitch at the time? I don't know. Kante, I know. I took up, Kante was playing. Kante yeah. was really good in that. Yeah, in, he was in yeah. that game. Um, yeah, It'd be interesting to see. They obviously they they're balancing a few injury issues. The coverage stuff. They'll be doing everything in their power. It's weird that. I don't know, and this is mad to say, but I, I don't wish injury upon anyone. But if Kovacic isn't fit to start that game, I think that's that's awesome. a really good thing for us because I think he's a fantastic, he's such a fantastic footballer. Um, and you're right, if they're in a world where they they're having to make do and mend a little bit, then yeah. And whereas Liverpool are in a position where we're going, oh, do we start our fifty million pound centre midfielder, or do we start our wonder kid in midfield, and we just go with our midfield three that's won every trophy, major honour that you can you can yeah. win, yeah, oh, oh. unbeaten between them as well. Yeah, yeah. You definitely. make it sound so easy, Paul. I know. Really Let's hope so. Um, Conor McMullen sends a super chat in. Says, just caught the back end of the show, but what a result last night! What a performance! Surely that gives the squad a huge boost of confidence. Uh, yeah, I. I, I uh, you'd certainly hope so. I mean, in terms of like, a, we we joked in the studio about like a, the 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 go home show. It's like the, the 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 raw or the SmackDown before WrestleMania, and everyone goes off with a big high and can't wait for the big event on the horizon. You couldn't have primed this any better than a. Can, a, can a, I just add something? Don't have any more comments, but one thing we haven't talked about or game is this is like the ultimate set piece off. Yes, <laughs> City are good at it as well, but but Chelsea have scored a lot of Rudiger's dangerous in the air, and Thiago Silva scored a few as well. Uh, we've been great at both ends, but obviously Chelsea have probably they scored one against us this year. Averts, really yeah. good, worked well, worked corner. If he does that again, fair play. But um, I think it's going to be important to both ends. How I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a goal from no set pieces, maybe penalties aside yeah. in this game. Well, let's think about how Liverpool have, have, have 
been on the grind. You know, we, we go, oh, well, 6 0 against Leeds. I mean, if it's two penalties in there, uh, of course, but we've won games from corners yeah. and set pieces in the, in, the, in this run. And that's what I, we talk on the final way, Joe, about how I feel like the. With Serena Williams coming towards one of the, you know, one of the one of the major opens, you're coming to mm. Wimbledon or you're coming towards the US or whatever, and you've been primed. You, this is this is what you've been and Liverpool in that regard, it's not one match, <clears throat> but I think we've been primed for this run in. And particularly we're just looking at this game, the set pieces are up and running, the defence is up and running, the lads who've had injuries, you know, at Virgil seems like he's back to his pinnacle again. Salah's come back from AFCON. Any hangovers from yeah. not winning that seem to be over. He's back in this goal scoring for Mane's been reignited. We've got we've had a Diaz to the squad who's hit the ground running in a big way. You know, Jota's been a been a, an absolute sensation in front of goal. We've got all the players that we need in midfield back, fit and available. Henderson's rediscovered his form. Thiago's discovered his fitness. Cater's discovered his fitness. Harvey <laughs> Elliott's come back. It feels, yeah, yeah. It, it feels, nice. it feels, it feels very right. Conor McMullen with one more super chat. If Jota is fit, do you start him and take out one of the front three that played last night? Big no. question. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's say he's 100 percent fit. No. Oh, he plays, I'm lo- I'm he plays I'm, over Diaz for me. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, for me though, I think we've unearthed something with Mane. Jota's not going to be 100 percent fit. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. In an ideal if, world, he yeah. would play. But even if he's running around training, firing now, I think Mane's got three goals in two games. He's he's better in the air than Jota, and I don't mean that in, on a header and a cross from Trent. I mean that in. He, he he makes defenders win every single header. There's not this free header from Van Dijk where he just bullies people. Mane's up. Mane, you know, he's he's got that gnarliness about him. You yeah. know, he nearly got sent off at their place for getting in the face of a defender. You know, this is at a neutral venue. Mane wins his first couple of headers, battles in there. You know, I, I just feel like we're onto something here. Uh, even if Jota's in full training from today, I'd still want to see Mane up front for this game. I think game. if they're all fit, I think I think Diaz goes on the bench because. It's tried and tested, isn't it? Mm. But do you think Jota, even if he's running around training fully fit today, starts after having a couple of games? That was, a, that was I think that was the best case, everyone fit type of scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. And I, I suppose if he never got injured, then yeah, yeah he would. Well, uh, yeah, he? He, yeah, definitely, yeah. he definitely would. So, but yeah, I but mean, obviously, things are, I, think, I think we alluded to it before, Klopp has come out and said, really pleased with what Sadio did. He's committing people and he's beating people. And, and and as good as Thiago Silva is, and as good as Rudiger are, Thiago Silva isn't isn't a youthful player, Let, so he won't want that for the whole yeah, game. Yeah. And Rudiger's rash, Rudiger's a lunatic, so he's all capable of anything. He is, isn't he? Yeah. We have gone ridiculously over time on this show. It's okay, not been a really good one, but I will, I will I will I will I'll pose a question to the people watching and listening at home. Joss is not fully fit, but he's, he's there. He's available for this game. Jota for sixty or Jota for thirty. Plus potentially extra time. What would you choose? Let me know in the comments underneath that. Start eleven will follow uh, on the channel later on on Thursday. Um, quickly, actually, uh, rather than score predictions, do you think Liverpool will, uh, will win this one in normal time? Yeah. Okay. Agree. In ninety minutes. I think, and I did this on our TikTok. I think we will win, but it will be penalties. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Don't because do that. no, I know. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't choose it. I just the Super Cup. We've had the two draws with them um, so far th- this season, and we've been just Wembley. We've had too many penalty shootouts at Wembley in, in, in recent Which times. Which is still such I a great place in. to go and yeah. deal with it at normal time. We're still going to win it. I'm in here Monday as well. What a way, yeah. <laughs> what a way to do it if that is oh, anyway. Look, it doesn't matter how Liverpool do it. Liverpool just 
Win it. Right. Sound. Yes, loads more to come from us, as mentioned. It's Wembley Week on Redmen Plus. Um, thank you so much. We've had loads of people signing up and, and giving us great feedback on the content. You know, you've got James Sutton of Hollyoaks fame uh, doing a CBB-style bedtime stories, but also with stories from Phil Thompson and Marcus Babel and Sander Westerveld telling the story of the League Cup final win on the road to the treble, which could be very, very apt um, this season. I'm just saying. Um, there's also a five-part premium podcast series. So if you're into your podcast, if you consume our content in podcast form we've geared this up for that uh, it is a, a deeper look at how Liverpool won all of their eight league cups prior to these, this game um, so yeah get involved with that the journalists and, and authors who covered them around the time so it's not just us going I really enjoyed that game mm-hmm. it's people really getting into the stories around what was the build up and where Liverpool were at that time um, so yeah there's that and there's also an amazing sit down interview with Stuart Downing who won the man of the match the last time Liverpool won a league cup final and of course with the usual build-up show, debate show, and on Sunday as well, free on YouTube, we've got the countdown to kick off uh, an old-school Red Men full multiple studio show uh, with members from our Club Legend Discord uh, coming into the studio. We've got Steve's going to be in the room for that as well. Uh, it's going to be party central, so if you're a little bit nervous and need some coverage and content to keep you tidied over before kickoff, uh, lunchtime on Sunday that will be live on YouTube ahead of the usual watch long and post-match stuff. Right. Oh, wow. And breathe. Good effort, Paul. And breathe. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right, just a small matter of going to Wembley in a yeah. cup final. Uh, I am buzzing. I hope you guys are too. Um, yeah, it feels like a very special season is brewing indeed. But yeah, um, and what better way to kick that all off with a massive game of football against a bitter rival at a boss stadium and a piece of silverware on, up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be at Wembley. If you see me, come and say hello. Give us a cuddle. Same, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we'll have a boss time, hopefully, up the nets. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 